0: Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Jesus, episode 13, Rising from the Dust. In this episode, we have a very special guest. She is a faith-based leader who has led a noteworthy career in ministry and mentorship for over 20 years. She spends her time as a seasoned mentor to ministries, helping them reach their full potential. Her life stands as a testament to God's unwavering faithfulness and demonstrates how fostering an unshakable spirit in the face of despair can transform the way you live. Please join me in welcoming Pastor Talani. Talani, thank you very much for doing this. I really appreciate it. It is good to see you again. It has been a little while. I really appreciate you coming on and and just sharing for the podcast. I think Rising from the Dust, I think that's a great message that people need to hear. Why Rising from the Dust?
1: That's an excellent question to start with, rising from the dust, because life has happened to most of us, if not all of us, in ways that we didn't expect. I remember 2019, how excited we all were. Oh, it's a new year coming in. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And somehow from December, things we never heard of began to seep in gradually from the media, from other nations, and we watched as people were dropping on the streets, and that kind of petrified us from where we were, but you know, it was far away, but January, February, we began to see the shores of the land where we live, bringing in this virus, and fear came in, and death came in and we watched 2020 uh, from a place we didn't know before put a lot of us in a state of confusion a state of trepidation anxieties we started hearing about washing your hands getting food and stocking food in the house we started hearing about oh my neighbor has the virus someone I know just died And the more this was happening, it was like, where is God in all of this? Where is our faith in all of this? What do we do? Gradually, we began to sink into a mire. We started to sink into a place of total despair. And that's not the place we have in the covenant. That's not the place where Jesus Christ put us. But well, here we were, inundated by news every day. The numbers began to climb. A lot of us lost loved ones. The pain of the loss, the confusion. I remember a particular woman, when this whole thing started, she and her husband came down with the virus. And she somehow made it through, but her husband did not. And she could not touch him she couldn't close out this grief because she couldn't go there and give him a befitting funeral ceremony. His body was just tossed away just like that. It was bad enough losing a a loved one, but then you can't even do what you would normally do for closure. So more and more we saw the body of Christ, not just everyone, I mean, we had the answers before. We were the people people would run to for prayer, for encouragement, but we, were, we went to encourage ourselves. So gradually we saw this dark cloud take over and most of us fell into a place that was uncommon in the level of anxiety, the level of hopelessness. 2020 really did us in something we'd never seen probably in our lifetime. We came into 2021 with a little bit more of hope and here we are, the scientists are coming out and saying there's solutions. Um, They're still battling with a lot of things, even in the midst of that. So people are still in the dust, even with the vaccines, I hear. It's not as if it's wiping it out with the closure of schools, moms becoming, and dads all of a sudden becoming school teachers, Sunday school teachers. It was crazy. Businesses closing down, job losses. There wasn't any stability. And we were used to stable lives. So this is it. We are in that space where only
0: the Spirit of God can move us out. Yeah, I, I noticed very early on, there was just a tremendous hunger for comfort out there. I remember last year for Lent, I gave up using Facebook for Lent, kind of helped my own mental health, and uh, and that's kind of when things started going south pretty fast. I made a few posts, and it was, you know, during Lent, so I was kind of breaking my my Lent and I, I was a little worried, especially with a lot of people from church on my Facebook. They're like, oh, you said you were going to give up Facebook for Lent, and here you are posting. But it was actually just the opposite. They had actually asked me, no, please post more. And I realized pretty early on there was just, like I said, this big hunger for comfort. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. You've known me for a little while, and putting myself out there is not something that I like to do. <laughs> um, but I really felt like God wanted me to try to reach out and, and comfort people. And He, he really leading me and guiding me to do this to share from my own past and share from you know from other people. The Bible tells us that God is a God of comfort. You know, He comforts us in our affliction. I think people really need to see that comfort. Um, in twenty twenty they needed to see it and I think still now they need to see it. So along those lines, along with the topic of, of rising from the dust, what what do you have to say to people to, to help bring them that comfort, to show them that God is comfort?
1: I'm just in a place where we're asking those who have been a bit longer in the faith or who have seen trouble to know that we were prepared for this. That's where I'm gonna start. For those of us who have been in really bad places in life, you've had major setbacks, you've had things happen to you that you can't explain, you were prepared for a time like this. So people coming to you, Todd, and saying, can you please keep posting? We know you've had to deal with things we don't understand, and somehow you're still standing. So comfort is only coming from those who understand the comfort of the Lord, who have been through challenges in life. Romans 8 32 says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. I want us to step back a little bit. Those who are called according to his purpose, step back a little bit and take a look at the life of Peter. Peter was a man who failed, but Jesus said, I'm going to pray for you when you are restored, pray for your brethren. So something happens to you when life has dealt you a few curves. And you're able, by the mercies of God, to bounce back. You discover you have a strength you didn't have before going into that challenge. And that is why today, the people who can give comfort are those who have been through stuff before. Isaiah 52, verse number 2. God is speaking to Israel. Chapter 52, verse 2. God starts to speak to his people and says... Listen, shake off yourself from the dust. Rise up and sit on your throne, O Jerusalem. Remove the chains from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Why was he saying that? They'd gone into captivity. They've known what it is to be alone, to be lonely, to be forlorn, to have no hope. But God comes back in his love. This is what is consistent in our faith, the unconditional love of the Father. No matter where we've been, no matter what we're going through, that love never fails. That love is what helps us through very dark times. So comfort can only come when you've experienced certain things that are traumatic. You've been through it. You've come out of it. Now, where we are today, it would look like you're weak. It would appear as if, what do I have to offer? But the truth is, the same power, the same love that God had for you, when he brought you through things that were not this bad for some of us or worse for some of us, before, that same power that same Yahweh is still on the throne his love has not changed the blood of his son Jesus Christ is still speaking Hebrews 12 24 it hasn't been silenced so he says come up from the dust where you've been pushed is the lowest of lows that you could probably probably get remember what I did in the past Remember my faithfulness. Remember the love I have for you is unconditional. Remember my word does not fail. So it's from that position that you begin to speak to your spirit man to rise. Because the word of God is eternally settled. It's the only antidote we have in the systems that we see ourselves in god tells jerusalem remove the chains from your neck the chain of hopelessness the chain of the despair don't look at what you see look to me don't see what your body is saying what your mind is saying the mental health issues the depressive thoughts the sense of guilt the remorse the feeling of inadequacies unworthiness those are chains remove it with my word i am your god i love you unconditionally you're precious to me so it's from that position you rise if god did it then he's still the same yesterday today and forever jesus christ Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His power is still alive and well. So that's how we rise. If he brought you through then, he will take you through now. And so we are the ones who must comfort the others. So this is how you rise. You remind yourself of the faithfulness of God. You remind yourself of the love that the Father has. Todd, you know, I've been through one or two things in life. This is how I get through it, and it works.
0: It does, and I know as we go through our own hardships, I think that helps our faith, and it gives us strength to go through further hardships. Like you said, it gives us the power to help others who are going through hardships. He also mentioned how important it is to stand on the word when we're really going through our, our life's battles. I was wondering if you could share an example from your own past of a time where you were struggling where God helped you, something where you can now, or a situation that you can now use to help others and and show them how God's word helped you through that storm in your life.
1: Excellent, thank you for that, Todd. (laughs) I have a lot of them, but I'll give you one.
0: Okay. (laughs) um,
1: In my culture where I was born, if a woman doesn't have children, She is not the only one that is stigmatized. Her mother is seen as a failure. Having children for us is huge. Now, I got married and for one reason or the other, I could not retain pregnancies. I was getting pregnant, but I would miscarry. And not once, not twice, not three times, not four. And somehow the other family, the the family of my spouse sent a message to my own parents and said to them, this is strange in the Western world, but this, anyone in my culture understands what I'm talking about. They sent a message to my parents and said, we thought you gave us a woman that could have children. We didn't know you sent us a male instead. Oh and I goodness. wept. Yes, that's, that's the way it is. If she doesn't give us a child, then why is she here? And so I wept and wept and wept, but I stood on the word of God. My husband said to me, don't cry, it's okay. I didn't marry you because of children. How kind he is. But there is no way he can stand up to the pressure. If you give me another five, 10, 15 years, 20 years later, they're going to call him to another meeting and tell him, listen, you've got to do something. This woman's to go. And so I stood on the word of God. It says, none shall be barren in the land. And like a bulldog, I prayed myself to the place where not only heaven helped me, the Lord himself sustained me. And standing on the word, was it easy? No. Did I have the miscarriages after that? Yes. It got to a point my doctor said, there's nothing we can do. But I held on to the word of the Lord. And I kept crying to him for mercy because I knew I could produce children. Ten years stretch, standing on the word, praying, fasting, not giving up. Today, I have four beautiful children to show to the glory of God. The word of God is life. The word of God is a hammer. The Bible says the word is like honey. The word of God is also fire. When you sit in the word of the Lord and you pull out what you know is his written word, his spoken word, it doesn't fail. It may take time. I rose out of the dust of being called a barren woman. Today, those children are now adults. So that's just one that I know makes a lot of sense. Nobody should label you. Nothing can tag you. Don't listen to what you've done before or what anyone has done to you. You are precious. You are favored. He loves you. And in that space of knowing who you are in him, you break off any tag, you break off any label. He said in Isaiah 52, he says, remove the chains from your neck. I can tell you that same God who brought me through will take me through any other situation.
0: Amen. Thank you, Talani, for sharing that. Knowing that one God does help us, He does hear our prayers, and you know yes, sometimes, sometimes it will take longer than we would maybe like, <laughs> but He is always there and He's always listening and He's always helping us, um, even when we can't see it. He's always there working for us and on, on our behalf.
1: He sure does, and all He's waiting for us to do is to hold on. So I'm talking to uh, the men and the women who are listening. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't don't back off. Don't say it's over. It's not. That's why you're still alive. That's why he preserved you. That's why he's watching over you. It doesn't matter how bad it looks today. God kept you. And he's making a way where there seems to be no way. He's a waymaker. God's plans for you are intact. There may have been a few detours here and there, but it's intact. Don't give up. That's what I just want to encourage all of us. Don't give up.
0: Amen. I I think that's the the, uh, great takeaway is don't give up. God is working on our behalf. Don't give up. I want to thank you for coming on and for sharing. Um, I think your message is very encouraging and very uplifting and I think that will it will provide the comfort that people need to hear especially now so Talani thank you for coming on and for sharing something so personal with with people in order to help them out
1: thanks for having me Todd such a joy to see you again stay strong okay
0: thank you so much for listening I hope you found Pastor Talani's message to be both uplifting and encouraging one of the things that she had mentioned was that we as Christians should be able to rise up and help one another spread that comfort. To that end, I have started a discussion forum. On this forum, you can share your stories. You can share how God has lifted you up from the miry clay. I'll post a link to the forum in the description, both on Facebook and on YouTube. Please sign up and share how God has helped you. And if you'd like, feel free to share some feedback on the episodes as well. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you all next time.